Welcome to the Healing Ninjas Podcast, a space dedicated to highlighting the healing stories of everyday people. This podcast is not a replacement for professional support. This podcast may contain content that may be graphic, violent, or traumatic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. The goal of sharing these stories is to help you, the listener, hear how people have struggled in various ways and the steps they have taken to become healing ninjas, individuals who are seeking to master the art of healing. Healing is not a linear process. We all have our ups and downs. This podcast aims to create a brave space for people to share and learn from one another. I'm your host, Hernan Carvente Martinez. Welcome to the Healing Ninjas community. Hey, everyone. We're back with episode 10 of the Healing Ninjas podcast. And today... I am joined by Autumn Walker, who I recently met, who was gracious enough to sign up for the podcast. And I'm just really excited to have her share her journey, uh, some of the work that she's also involved with, and and just being a part of this journey with all of us. So thank you, Autumn, for joining me on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. Let's like dive right into it. As I told you, you know, Healing Ninjas is a space that I'm creating right now to highlight the stories of healing that people are bringing. And, and I just want to give you the floor to share some of that, some of your healing journey, some of the things that you're comfortable with sharing and just letting people know who is Autumn. Who is she? Hey, everybody. My name is Autumn. As her name graciously um, introduced me as, and I am a licensed graduate professional counselor here in Maryland. I just got licensed. So healing is not only something I'm doing personally, but it's something I'm also encouraging on a professional level as well. Um, I'm learning the ins and outs of how to not only make sure that my journey is ongoing, but also learning how to balance that with also encouraging others to, you know, do the same if they wish to do so. Mm. And um, healing, it's, it can be a complicated process. Um, so it's very important for me to really understand how I view it and making sure I understand what it means to me. And so that it's easier <laughs> mm-hmm. to help others understand what it means for them. And that is where the sole reasons, um, my health and wellness platform, um, that's what it stemmed from. Mm. Not only recognizing that I'm on my healing journey, but to encourage others to, uh, to start theirs, to continue theirs, and to understand that every day is not going to be, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Um, every day will require work and effort. Yes. Um, but it's going to, it's rewarding, you know, it, you'll learn that when you get to a certain place in your healing journey, you'll start to look back and reflect and think, wow, like I was really living like X, Y, and Z. And it's like, I really was living it and trying to, you know, survive it when not, and not knowing that there's a whole nother part of me that suits me way better. You know, it's a whole nother side of me, a whole other part of my story that you know, would do me more good than harm. Mm -hmm. So as I was growing up, um, lots of healing journeys um, (laughs) stem from what happened in childhood. So um, growing up, I was, I was living 
in a home where I thought I was safety and my basic needs were being met mm-hmm. but it wasn't until I got older where where I realized my emotional needs were always being met and that is just as important as you know your physical you know the house the food the clothes emotional needs are also just as, as important to understand so growing up I was exposed to domestic violence and that put my world at a standstill for quite a while. And I learned different coping skills and strategies to try to get me through that from a young age. And that included um, not biting my, basically biting my tongue, learning not how to say no. Um, and, you know, being also guarded, you know, mm. too guarded to, to ensure that no one would hurt me in the ways that, you know, that relationship hurt my mom. Mm. And I saw that and I took that into my adulthood. So healing, my healing journey has been a lot of unlearning and a lot of rediscovering parts of me um, that I neglected as a child or didn't nurture as a child, such as, you know, holding confidence and ensuring your boundaries and also understanding the importance of positive coping. Mm. And when I'm asked, you know, what does healing look like for you? Healing looks like the rose that is growing from concrete. And I'm not going to say that grew from concrete, you know, because that puts it in a past tense. It's said, it's done, it did it. No. Mm. Healing is an ongoing process. It really doesn't stop. It mm-hmm. really doesn't stop because it's like once you open one door, there's several other doors, <laughs> several <laughs> other levels that you can unlock. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know the rose that grew that grows from, um, that is growing from concrete is it's resilient. You know, healing is a form of resilience. It's a form of you being able to manage what happened or what happened around you or what happened to someone else that impacted you in a certain way. It's your ability to take that and turn your lemon into lemonade, you mm. know, and being able to really come from a place that you are able to keep growing, you know, not allowing it to stop you because things will try to stop you. Mm-hmm. You know, I always hear this saying new levels means new devils. So on your healing journey, it requires you to be resilient because each time you open up a new door there are going to be different barriers and obstacles getting in the trying to prevent you from getting to the next door. And I'm not sure why it works that way or why it has to be that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes you all, I really, man, sometimes I really wish it was just an easy as one, two, three. Oh my um, God, yes. <laughs> and I, you know, but it's really a lot of twists and turns and a lot of ups and downs. And it's like, you really have to, change your mindset when it comes to looking healing and not look at not look at it as you know a chore or a burden but more so looking at looking into it as um a requirement um and training you know just training you for each new next level it's happening into new parts of you that will really ultimately serve you some peace Mm. and that's what we're always striving for you know we're just really striving for peace because naturally humans do not like to be stressed out um mm-hmm. our bodies aren't even our bodies aren't made to hold stress and yet we do it 
You know, mm-hmm. our bodies aren't meant to hold trauma. It's not meant to hold, um, you know, dysfunctional habits that's, you know, having an impact not only on our mental, but then it starts to bleed and bleed into our physical health too, which mm-hmm. is why the mind, body, and spirit is all connected. Um, so the body is naturally, naturally isn't supposed to hold stress, but we do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just really important that you understand the importance of resilience in order to manage, you know, your stress, you know, the stressful things that happen to you on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And then it's also the role that growing, that's growing from concrete is also a courageous act because, you know, you are growing from an environment that, that, that could have, you know, led you down a different pathway. Mm. But instead, you took a courageous, you made a courageous decision to grow from a certain event and make it a beautiful, you know, a beautiful product, which is yourself. So it's it's really courageous of someone to embark on a healing journey because when everybody doesn't want to or hasn't had a chance to or, you know, aren't even aware that they need to and i can't say everyone needs to heal but it definitely is something that needs to be explored just mm. at least once you know um considered because it can it really does reveal parts of yourself that you really didn't know or you were hiding or you know you may have neglected that could very well be that missing link that missing piece to the puzzle mm-hmm. um of you trying to understand your life purpose and life balance so Mm. Healing to me, definitely, Hernan, is, is, is resilient and it's courageous. It's ongoing, um, you know, and everybody looks different. Mm-hmm. And that's what I had to learn as a therapist. Everyone looks different. Yes, it does look different. And, you know, not everyone needs to heal, but everyone should consider it. You know, that that statement right there, I think is really important to just uplift because as you're sharing your own experiences and, you know, new levels means new devils, you know, they're just like the, the the different stages at which we go through this healing journey. You know, I want people who are listening to understand what Autumn is describing is, is a process, right? A process that sometimes has you, you know, taking 10 steps forward and then all of a sudden taking 50 backwards. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You know, it's not, and, and, and oftentimes what you need to do is learn how to Instead of doing 50 backwards, go to 40, go to 30, go to 20. You know, you kind of have to stop taking the same amount of steps backwards when it gets mm-hmm. really hard. And that resiliency piece, you know, we're, we're all striving for that piece. And, and Autumn, as you're doing your work as, a, you know, now with a license ability to be able to do that and support people in intentional ways, right? We've had some people mm-hmm. who've already shared in previous episodes the, the role of therapists and, and supporting themselves and you're speaking to from a person who has gone through your own layers of trauma, DV and other things and are doing that work now. And when things get difficult for even someone who has a licensed ability to support others and that the work that you've done, when it gets hard and when it gets dark, how do you actively support yourself now? What are some of the different things that you have been able to develop as as coping strategies or just healing strategies that you continue to do in your own life currently? Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you. That's such a great question. Um, because oftentimes, you know, as a helper or part of, you know, uh, a helper as a professional, um, it's very important that you establish some things, um, 
right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that, you know, and so that you, you know, you don't get lost in the thoughts. It's very important um, as a therapist, you know, because we're not only dealing with our concerns, but we are also helping in other, you know, other families and individuals um, work through their own. Um, so it can be burnout can come easy. So mm-hmm. something that I have set in place um, is having my own therapist as well. Um, not going to lie. I didn't even think about going to therapy until I was in training to become a therapist. Mm. Cause you know, it's like, I don't need to be on the other side of the couch. I just said, I just got to be on this one side and I'd be fine, <laughs> but no, because the whole, like the whole training process to become a counselor, which is probably the same amongst other programs is you really are learning who you are mm. and you're learning about yourself and a lot of the projects and the assignments, they were really geared towards you, uh, you self-reflecting. And so in the, in those moments, I was like, wow, like I really probably should, you know, handle some of these things that I got on, going on with me before they handle me. Mm. If not already, if not already, because those things that I went through in childhood, wore, they were directing how I responded and reacted to the people and things around me. And it took therapy for me to understand, you know, that I'm not that child anymore. You know, you can let her go. Mm. Um, I'm in different, you know, I'm in a different place now. So it's like, you know, I should, I can learn to let, you know, unlearn those childhood uh, teachings, but therapy, therapy definitely is central for me. Mm. Um, Secondly, um, you know, spirituality, Mm. spirituality has been found to to serve a lot of purpose when it comes to um, having a, you know, having a healthy lifestyle and uh, whether or not, you know, you believe in a certain religion, spirituality is really just a way of feeling. It's, it's just a way of having a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. So whether it's, you know, meditation or yoga, you know, you really center, centering yourself and setting intentions and deep breathing and just being really intentional and understanding your, your purpose here in this earth, you know, and then you also have religions, religions, you know, oftentimes they, you know, they give you certain teachings or instructions on, you know, why you are here and why you deserve to be here. Um, so it's many, many different ways you can tap into spirituality, but that's why I named my brand the soul reasons is because, you know, the soul, I feel like the soul holds a lot of, direction and it can get and once we tap into that it gives us more of a sense of who we are um and that and once you know who you are that's it you know no one can tell you who you are if you once you know who you are you know um so for me it's a blend of therapy on um, spirituality and last but certainly not least mm. my social support social support or support system is it goes without saying it has such a foundational importance um you know it really as humans you know we are social beings and it really requires a village um in order not to only upbring a child but to ensure that when that child turns into an adult you know their kids are fine too it's like an ongoing thing um So I think my support system and making sure that I, you know, tease out any of those, you know, leeches or toxic, Mm -hmm. you know, energy, um, you know, the individuals who may, 
not have the best for me, or I may not, you know, be right for them, you know, mm-hmm. because you know it can be on both, you know, it can be on both sides of the the spectrum. But definitely, my support system, my family, my friends, even down to my colleagues, you know, making sure that you're in a good work environment too. Um, all of that makes a huge difference in how I'm able to manage, you know, those daily stresses that come my way. And best believe they come my <laughs> way. <laughs> They, it seems like, you know, they, sometimes they come your way unexpectedly, right? It, it, it just mm-hmm. it hits you. And, and, you know, I, I like that when you said earlier, you know, handle some things that I, that I went through before they handle me, <laughs> you know, just, just honoring that, right. And, and uplifting that because that's such a powerful, you know, just um self-awareness around all of this is really important. And to know that, you know, and just sh- shout out to you to to be able to just say, I didn't know the importance of therapy until I was actively practicing and learning to become one, you know, to be on the other <laughs> side of the couch, how important it, it needed to be, right? Because I, I want, you know, people who are listening to to hear that and to know that, you know, we, we oftentimes are not seeing how much this is important until we're either really immersed in it or, or giving ourselves time to be able to sit with it. Right. And that, mm-hmm. that, that I think is really important for people to, to grasp and understand. And, you know, as, as people are sitting with your, with your words, Autumn, are there, are there resources or books or things that you're just finding helpful and, and, you know, not, not to say, you know, everybody go and, and go become a therapist. And those are the things that you should do to be able to engage in this process. Right. But, as mm-hmm. you're sitting with it, or maybe we do, you know, we need more BIPOC folk out there, you know, black, indigenous, people of color, you know, we need more therapists out there to represent us. But in the middle of all of that, we also just need people to begin to raise awareness for themselves. And so are there resources or, or other things that you would recommend for people to just read and maybe take in as, as they're engaging with this process? Sure, no problem. So something that um i mean the internet of course is a, a very it can be very helpful but can also be very dangerous but um if you you know if you use it to um to you know further yourself and to you know help to help you in your growth process i highly encourage um visiting um different blog posts i don't know any in particular but i do know that like when i'm doing like certain research when i'm researching like certain topics like i I do come to find different articles and different bloggers who are very honest and very open about the mental health process. Um, for instance, I was just looking at mental health stigmas uh, within, you know, communities of color. And I came across this awesome documentary um, put together. Um, let's see if I'm finding, but it was an awesome documentary um, put together about um, different young, and they looked like they were like, you know, early 20s, like 30s um, mm-hmm. individuals on their healing journey and talking about the trials and tribulations that they were going through and they, that they are still going through. It was very, um, very transparent. Mm. Um, We'd love to know which one just, that is. <laughs> yes, I'm looking it up right now. But um, it's just, yeah, like with stuff like that, like using your resources to tailor your needs, um, you know, and they, but something that I think that in the, um, everyone can really benefit from is really going to Dollar Tree, getting a nice journal, getting mm. a really great pen and just go to town with it. You know, just, you know, just <laughs> really expressing yourself as much as you can. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, 
um, the traditional journaling. It can be anything from you listing bullet points to you simply, you know, just writing down your feelings to drawing to, you know, writing down lyrics, writing letters to people or to things. Um, it can really be anything that you want it to be. Um, I think that, um, you know, oftentimes, you know, you really do have to look towards yourself to realize, like, what do I really need or what do I really want um, before looking elsewhere. But as far as resources goes, I highly recommend um, listening to podcasts. Uh, one podcast that I really enjoy is called Dope Sessions. Um, mm-hmm. It's by two, a group of um, two black women, I believe, um, stationed up in uh, Texas. Um so that's something that I've been really getting into, just listening to what the professionals are saying um, and have, how they have other professionals in. And even just me as a professional, I get a lot out of it as the person on the other side of the seat as, like, the client. Mm-hmm. I, I try to listen with both ears. I try to listen with, like, a professional ear, but also as someone who just really needed to hear it on an interpersonal level, intrapersonal level. Mm. Um, so there are different podcasts out there. Um, yeah, I would just recommend... Um, continue to use the resources that are on the web. Um, follow the Soul Reasons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> as follow I, I the to Soul post, Reasons. Um, you know, I try to um, post as many um, uh, resources as I come across. I follow different pages um, that promote, you know, positivity and increasing the um, awareness of minority mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, across this society. So mm. I definitely recommend, you know, visiting for reasons, trying to find a nice podcast, um, you know, digging into yourself by journaling, um, or even just searching the web for certain topics, um, and documentaries, they're out there for sure. Mm. I will be sure to share the sole reasons on the caption for this episode, y'all, because I want to make sure that you all can support Autumn and her work and the things that she is doing. Autumn, for people who are listening, right, and and those who are struggling right now to lean into the process, and, you know, you've already sort of shared some resources for them to do it, but are there other sort of personal experiences for you where you maybe struggled to lean into this or, or even in the journey of wanting to become a therapist, right, that other mm-hmm. people right now might benefit from hearing just, just what that felt like for you at some point to want to lean into your own journey of healing and and how they you know just uh, maybe alleviating some of their anxieties or concerns by just hearing someone who is now licensed to help others but is also helping herself and how people can actively just feel more comfortable leaning into it yes no problem so i do think that you know it may require a level of readiness um you know, because everybody, as I mentioned before, everyone's not always ready to start their healing process. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a word of encourager, um, everything requires change. You know, it's just a natural, uh, just a, it's just a natural cycle. Everything changes from Mother Nature to us as humans. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, you know, change is a process, but change especially within itself, when you change and when you go through like your metamorphosis, so to speak, you're coming out a brand new person. You're coming out with a new sense of peace and a new sense of truth, you know? And I think that if you are doing a lot of, if you're spending a lot of time trying, asking yourself, why me? Why this? 
Why does this happen to me all the time? Why, if you're finding yourself in patterns and and continuous situations that just bring you nothing but distress, um, confusion, frustration, or even uh, depression or um, making you feel like you have no sense of control, I think those are typically the flags that maybe it's time to do something different. Hmm. Maybe it's time to start looking at the three fingers pointing back at me versus the one that I'm pointing to everyone else and or everything else around me. Um, hmm. I think that once you feel dedicated and committed to a better self, and once you make that decision that I want a better me, I think that is basically the first step because you have to be motivated. Like this, like for healing, healing requires motivation because it mm. can be, it can get discouraging and it can be tough sometimes because you are coming from a place of comfort and you're putting, you're purposely putting yourself at a, in an uncomfortable position sometimes, you mm. know? So it's like, it really does require uh, an amount of motivation to always want better for yourself, to mm. always want better for yourself. Um, so if you are at that place or if you're striving to get to that place or you've considered that at least once in your lifetime, I believe that, you know, starting, just starting the healing journey will benefit you ver- um, versus, you know, staying stagnant. Mm. Thank you so much, Autumn, for just sharing that. And, and I want to uplift that last thought of, you know, sometimes we do operate from a place of comfort and healing oftentimes puts us in a very uncomfortable place. And the hardest part of it all is is finding the motivation and sticking through it. And I can attest to that fact. And, and you know, and I know Autumn can as well now as, as someone who's doing the work now to support others and just actively um, being able to share in, on this level where it's more about helping people as well. So Autumn, thank you so much for just sharing your own gems of wisdom. Please, y'all, go follow at the Soul Reasons on Instagram. I, I follow Autumn, and I'm you know we're we're out here supporting each other, you know. And so thank you so much for being willing to share. I'll be sure to share that on the caption for this episode, Autumn. And yeah. Just thank you for being you and thank you for being willing to come onto the show to share. Thank you all. Thank you so much for having me. Like I'm so excited that this initiative has taken place and that it's available and it's accessible and it's being broadcasted because this is a really important message turning to really own your story and to not, you know, let it make you, but you make the story, you know? Yes. So I thank you so much for this platform. Thank you, Autumn. I appreciate you. And we'll we'll continue to work together and stay in touch. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And follow us at Healing Ninjas on all social media platforms. If you're interested in sharing your own story, we'd love to hear from you. Go to www.healingninjas.org and sign up to be featured. We look forward to sharing your journey next.